<laughs> what are you gonna do, but, bro? What one second. I'm sorry. It'll take <laughs> no literally one second. Oh, I love this. Oh man, that's so good. Uh, well, welcome to episode 15 of Fresh Off the Couch. Travis is probably using the restroom or maybe opening the front door for something, or maybe making himself a sandwich. I am your host, Ben Bricky, and I'm joined by the lovely... Oh, there you go. There you go. Gotta, gotta get those. Um, I'm joined by the lovely Travis Tessendori. How are we <laughs> leaving this whole thing on? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, I can I can cut some of this, but I think it's also kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, dude, how you doing? How's it going? It's I'm been doing a, been good, a minute. It's been dude. Like three weeks. I, I know it's great to see you. Yeah, I guess um, I haven't been on since my internet got got cut oh, out. Yes, dude, we need to hear this story. Oh, this is great. God. So about I would say like a month and a half ago, we. Realize like the the bushes and stuff in our and trees in our backyard are just going kind of crazy. So we need to get these things cut. So at first I offered. I was like, I'll just do it myself. And then we realized I couldn't really get up high enough. Like I had like a I could could have got like an A frame ladder or whatever, but I wasn't going to be able to get up high enough to where we wanted to get it down to. Mm-hmm. And so one day we're back there like trying to figure it out, and all of a sudden we in our neighbor's backyard we hear somebody working. And so we were like, why don't we just go around there and see if that guy will do it? We go over there. Super super nice guy. Um, and he's like, yeah, 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 for sure. I'll do it. Uh, I'll give you guys a quote. So we got quoted for this before and it was like $750 to do our backyard. And we were like, now fuck that. That's when I was like, okay, I'll just do it myself. I'm not spending that kind of shit. And then this guy quotes us 300 bucks. So I was like, hell yeah. See you Friday. Yeah. So he rolls up Friday. I'm off. So I'm just hanging out around the house while he's working. And then I'm playing apex, which takes, which you have to have the internet to play that, obviously, right? And all of a sudden, my, 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 my player just stops moving. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought my game crashed, so I closed the game, opened it back up, then it said, like, you not, we'll not connect the services or whatever. And I was just like, what the fuck's going on? Unplugged my router, plugged it back in, and then it clicked. And I was like, that motherfucker's working in our backyard right next to all of our, our, our wires. I bet you he cut one. So I walk in the backyard, I open the back door, and he's so cute, dude. He's holding his little hedge trimmers, and he just turns around and goes, it was an accident. <laughs> I was like, no, dude. And I could see the cord just hanging down, too. Not only this, the motherfucker's still working when I go back there, so he cuts the wire, and instead of coming in to, like, knock on my door, ring the doorbell, and get me, he just continues to cut until I, until I notice and come out, you know? I walk out there, he just turns around and goes, it was an accident. I was like, no. And, and then the so best that's part about it, best part about it is it took like, what, two weeks or a week and a half for them to come out and fix it? Yeah, it was like two, it was like two and a half weeks. I, I called them and then I tried to lie to them and tell them. They were like, oh, yeah, it's going to take about a month. And I tried to lie to them. Like, I work from home. I can't do that. And they were basically just like, yeah, well, go find a Starbucks somewhere, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dude, how is that? Um, they must be on like major, major like back order or like just super busy because not being able to come out for a month or two and a half weeks is just insane. 
Yeah, I think just a lot of it is out here. There's like two major internet services. And so they probably, I mean, I, and there's so many people that live out here. So I imagine that they're getting calls and calls every single day and they're just pushing back people and pushing back people. But it was, uh, it was actually kind of nice though. I kind of, you know, reconnected with the inner Trebeth. Uh, I started reading some books. I was going on jogs and shit, you know? No, you weren't. Spinning some good. <laughs> I was I was drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> you're right, you're right. That's funny. Uh, I always remember when I when I don't have internet, uh, this happens every now and then with my router where it'll go out, and I'm just like trying everything, and I don't know what it is. It'll just randomly kick back on, and I'm sitting there just like I, I catch myself just like staring off into the abyss like, is this mm-hmm. what the Stone Age felt like? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip to think about what people do back then, dude, to keep uh, themselves busy. Yeah, and I'm like, how am I supposed to look up Google answers to my job and know what to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but how you right. been? What have you been up to? Uh, dude, I've been busy. Busy as pop. Uh, I went to Austin for a bachelor party, which was crazy. Um, on the last pod, I don't know if you had a chance to listen, but I came back from the bachelor party, and um, <clears throat> I uh, hit the gym the day after I got back, and I still was just feeling the effects of just drinking a ton of booze and uh, I was working out hard, and I, I squirted in my shorts. You pooped your pants? <laughs> yeah, dude. It wasn't at, like a at lot. the gym. At the gym, it was during a class, so it wasn't like it wasn't like a lot of poop, but it was definitely like a little fart was squirting out, and I just was like kind of let let it go, and it just like definitely was a little wet. And we're it's not like a Trav, it's not like a end of the workout kind of thing. This was halfway through. So I had to just power power it out, dude. I had to just clean. You stayed? Chair. You sick I stayed, bitch? Bro. I stayed, dude. I stayed. The person behind you was pro- probably had the worst workout of their entire life. <laughs> I stayed and I was actually super worried. Like I at the end of the workout I went into the bathroom and like looked. I was just super worried there was just gonna be a massive brown stain on my shorts. <laughs> what color shorts were you wearing? Dude, just like some blue ones. Nothing. I, crazy. I wish they were just like. I wish they were white shorts. And you just had a fat, <laughs> like a like a little runny shit just down your down your inner thigh. Luckily, luckily it was like it stayed stayed in the undies. I had the little liner in the shorts too, and then the shorts. So there's like three layers that I had to make through. Luckily, it only stayed in the undies. I got home, mm-hmm. threw away the undies, and just you know called it. And I, I, dude, but walking home from the gym, I was so nervous on the walk home that I was going to, you know, do it worse. Some people think like, oh, you probably ran home. I was like, no, I just walked so, like, just briskly with the cheeks clenched all the way home. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Uh, so. I, I was going to say, did you get, because a lot of times when that happens, and then you're, you know, if you're working out and you're sweating and your cheeks are rubbing together, did you get, like, yeah. a little a little rash from it? No, no, no rash. I think I, because I caught it pretty quick, not pretty okay. quick but i probably had like another 20 minutes left on the workout luckily i wasn't like it was just like <laughs> the thing is there's a lot of like jumping jacks and burpees in the workout too so i'm surprised that it was only a little bit but i uh i think i was <laughs> so just you, have so a, you have a little you have a little runny poop in there and you're doing jumping jacks and your ass cheeks are just clapping oh, together dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that for, it definitely stunk, dude. And it was one of those things when I, I, this still happens to me. Is like, dude, I let out a fart in the gym all the time. You know, you get the bodily functions mm-hmm. flowing. You're, you're just you let out a toot. And I, 
you know, when I toot, it stinks usually, and it's not the best smelling one. But I kind of am always, like, looking around for someone to blame it on. Or if I just let it out, I'll kind of stand near somebody and just be in that area. And then, like, after that, I'm kind of, like, looking over in that direction. If someone looks at me, like, and they smell, I'm like, yeah. looking over, like, believe that guy? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, the important thing, the key to farting in public, this is so, so vital. Always look around and make sure that there's somebody that looks more disgusting than you. <laughs> Like, make sure there's, like, a like a like maybe, like, a nasty beard, somebody who's just real sweaty, looks like they probably had McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner type. And then when you rip ass, no one's going to look at you or me. They're going to look at that motherfucker, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's you the guy like who a, rips ass in like public. Look. Someone looks at you, and yeah. you're just, like, you just look over there, like, the, yeah. what, what? Can you fucking yeah. believe, can you believe yeah. this guy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so that that the thing at my gym though is everyone doesn't really look like that. Everyone's kind of sweating. So I thought you were about to say everybody shits their pants. <laughs> <laughs> thing about my gym is everybody's shitting. Dude, I the funny thing is if anybody there's definitely trainers that I work with that follow me on Instagram. If they ever like clicked this podcast and listened to this, I would never live this down. I'm gonna be honest, like <laughs> I would never live this down. Like next time I showed up, what up, poopy pants, <laughs> loser? <laughs> I would have to leave that gym hey, forever. <laughs> hey, before before we start our session, I just want to let everyone know that that guy shit his pants <laughs> last time. What a loser. <laughs> yeah. Well. Hopefully they don't listen, I guess. I hope so. I really do. But uh, We'll take it for the clicks. <laughs> we got we to, gotta, I say this every time, but we do have a, a GM-packed episode. Uh, the first thing, I kind of want to change it up a little bit this week, uh, just given that we're back in the swing of things of football. Oh, thank fucking God, by the way. Dude, last Sunday was just so – I was at work. But it still is just such a nice day when football's on from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's – yeah, that was – on Sunday, I, I don't have the, the package where I can um, – I don't have the, the package where I can watch any football games. So I had to, like I, – I had to go to a bar. And honestly, I wasn't even really trying to drink on Sunday. So I was that guy at the bar. And this is going to lead perfectly into my go-to. Like, this is the first question I have, Trav, is your go-to snack for football, your go-to snack for baseball, your go-to snack for basketball. I'm going to start real quick. I went to the bar. wasn't even really drinking because it was a Sunday. I was just mostly there to watch football. I ended up staying there for, like, all of the morning games. And, and I ordered 12 buffalo wings, and I finished those, like, by halftime. And then I was like mm. – Give me six more. So I ended up finishing 18 buffalo wings, which is, like, not too much. Jesus I'd probably Christ. eat more, but 18 buffalo wings in the span of three hours at, like, it, the game started at 1 p.m. here, so it was, like, lunchtime anyway. But I just remember being, like, yeah, like, this is – I'm just housing these. And I have to say those are my go-to uh, football snack is always just buffalo wings. I'm, I'm completely with you on that. I think one of my favorite places to be, and this is from – my friendship with William. I was never really a big Buffalo Wild Wings guy until I met William. Mm. That place is just like heaven on earth on a football Sunday. It's just super cheap, unlimited wings, you know, beer. That, 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 was, that was my answer is beer and, and, and hot wings. But like Buffalo Wild Wings on a Sunday, not a better place you could be, I don't think. 
I agree. I think um, it's a glorified snack stand. I, I love it. That, that, yeah, exactly. It, it it's truly a great has way it all to put too, it. And it's, uh, the, the thing about Buffalo Wild Wings, and even if you go to a bar in general, if they have all the games on, I just catch myself, and this is like the struggle, and this is why Red Zone probably was created, but like I'm just like watching all the games. I'm like sitting there like, oh, my God. oh my. And I was like, dude, I'm just like right. hurting my neck by like trying to watch every single game. I can only imagine at Buffalo Wild Wings, you're probably just like – little tornado yeah. action, dude. Breaking your neck. Uh, I, I need to put you on something real quick, by the way. I wanted to say this. StreamEast.xyz. Oh, so I can, I can watch all the games? Yeah, it's a – I guess technically I don't know if I should be saying this online, but it's an illegal <laughs> streaming service. But, I mean, if they come and get me, I'll just tell them who, who put me on it, and then they can <laughs> follow the ladder up to who started it, I guess. Uh yeah, it's a, a service that I use, and I, you can watch basically any sporting event at any time. It's super fucking nice. That's how I'd I be catching that. all the professional games. I, I'll have to do that. Um, the thing is, is about it is I don't like to do it on – like, this is my – I usually watch it on my work laptop, and I always am sketched about going to any, like, websites, but I can just bust out my old laptop just to watch that. So this this is the only reason I use this one, and I stopped using other ones, is because this is the only one I've never had pop ups on, oh, and yeah. it's the only one you can like pay for like a subscription to it and get like the pro bundle and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's just like based out of Europe or something, and they get American channels and they stream it over to us. Which I, I mean, I don't, I'm not questioning. I don't really give a shit, but it's free and you get it whatever you want. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I'll report back. So next next up, I want to hear your baseball go-to snack. You're, you're sitting there watching a couple baseball games, uh, sitting on the couch, of course. I would have to say a good beer and nacho for a baseball game mm-hmm. would hit the spot, you know. I like the good – and I'm talking like the – not like some cutesy homemade with olives and and shredded cheese. I'm talking just like the nasty – Comes in a jar, nacho cheese from like Tostitos. Get some little, the little right. scoopy chips, the scoops. Yeah, the scoops always go to little scoopy dupes. <laughs> so here's the here's the question though: Do you, if you're just dipping the chips in the queso, are you warming up the queso, or you just pop that lid and you're just oh, dipping? It's got to be hot, dude. Got to <laughs> be warm cheese. I, oh, here it comes. I don't know. My, my Did you just warm up some cheese? No, no, my laundry just <laughs> finished. No, I, I, thought it was microwave. I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> and yes. <laughs> Wait, are you war- are you warming your cheese or not? I I do warm the cheese, but it's all on how I feel. So, the other day I it's gonna go off one more time, but uh, the other day I had the same thing you did. This is probably two weeks ago. I had the queso dip. Was dipping the dipping the chips, had it warmed up in the morning, probably like eleven a.m. I was like, you know what, sounds kind of good, dude. I just opened the queso right there and I just dipped the chips cold, and it was just eating the cold cheese. Probably straight not the, the best. Straight, straight out the out, jar. Yeah, straight out the jar. It wasn't bad either. It kind of tasted like reminded me a little bit of like cold pizza in the morning, you know? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I've honestly never really tried the cold cheese either, so I can't really knock it or anything like that. But the warm cheese, it just really melts in your mouth and, you know, just kind of does the job, does the trick. Yeah, I, I love the queso, but I like to put a little bit of jalapenos in there too, a little kick for me. Mm. They they have the – it's like 
cheese dip with it's like a little salsa mixed into it. Mm. All of all it's of good the above. shit, dude. I'm, oh I'm all God. for that. I'm gonna. Well, what's say, your baseball go to? Oh, see, baseball go to. This is a tough one because I, I love to say hot dogs, but I mean it's not like I'm sitting on my couch really eating a hot dog too much. So if I'm watching a baseball game, I'm probably just. Mm, it sounds really weird, but I really am just a fan of pizza rolls, man. For pizza, baseball, yeah, dude, I love pizza rolls for baseball. Just like make a little plate of pizza rolls, just have one every every half inning, have two every half inning, you're good to go, and you last all eighteen. You're big, big pizza eighteen. Rolls what? How many? You watching two baseball games? No, no, no. I, I, typically, in a pack of pizza rolls, pizza pizza roll legend oh. here comes with eighteen. Oh, you get the you get so. the the. The single person one? I'm talking the family size. It's rolling out fucking sixty five pizza rolls. Bro, there's no way. And I'm you... eating all those I'm eating all those by the fourth inning, pal. Dude, there's no way. Here's the thing with pizza rolls though. P- thing with pizza roll is you the fir- once you pop those babies out of the microwave or the oven, whatever you choose, the first Steamy one you eat hot. The first one you eat guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed it burn your mouth. And you don't, you just do one of these Guaranteed oh, third degree burns yeah, on yeah, your dude, tongue. Just, they're just like a little bit they're like baking inside. Everything in there is just like cooking up all those preservatives. There there's a key to that as well. Yeah. Take each pizza roll, bite off just a corner, <laughs> just the bread, and let all the steam fizzle out. And then yeah. it's fucking by the time you're ready to eat, dude, it's perfect. So you're doing that with all sixty of those? If I'm eating with all you, all sixty five. I'm just pissed. Like, dude, you bit off every single one of these. I can't have any. Like just put it in. Just put it in, dude. You kissed me before. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Uh, last one, basketball. Uh, my go-to basketball snack is beer and eight shots of tequila to get me through a goddamn <laughs> basketball game. Fuck. I was just gonna, gonna say- sit there and watch a fucking basketball game. I was just going to say, I'm a Kings fan. My, mine is just a nice glass of water and just drown my tears. <laughs> I get a tall glass and shut the hell up. Oh, man. No, I, I, I don't really have anything for basketball, to be honest. I, I would, I'm not like a – I've never been the guy and been like, we got to all come over and watch the, the night the, – the, the, October 28th kickoff to the basketball season. Everyone come over right now. Yeah. The only time I think we've ever done that, you you met Christian and Corey Torres, right? Yeah. They used to throw, like, these all-star weekend parties at their house. So, Mm -hmm. like, all of us would go over there and watch the all-star festivities. That was actually pretty cool. But as far as just, like, basketball games, I mean, I don't really know. I don't, like, sit down and eat while I'm watching basketball or anything like that. I don't yeah. really plan for a basketball game. If I'm watching a basketball game, it's probably because I have like $100 on the Magic plus 17 and a half or something. Yeah, basketball always feels like it's one of those sports that's just on in the background. You're like doing other things, yeah. but you're like, oh man, did you see that dunk? Yeah, that was cool. Okay, cool. Let's go back to talking about things that actually matter. <laughs> yeah, <and> ba- <laughs> basketball, and basketball just isn't it anymore. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's still growing, off. but for me, it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a Kings fan. It's, once they turn it around, I'm going to be having it on in the background here. Yeah, I feel that. All right. So, did you mute yourself? Oh, you did. Um, yeah, I had to clear my 
let me clear my throat. Uh, the NFL season started, which is huge and amazing and great. And I had, like I said, I had a great day just eating chicken wings and feeling fat on Monday morning. But mm. it was it was great. There was a lot of action that happened, a lot of cool things that happened. I was excited. A lot of disappointments that happened. Um, so yeah, this this week I just wanted to talk through maybe one or two of each something that you saw was that, that was great in the NFL that was fun that tickled your your willy and then some things that you know made you feel a little disappointed okay so i've got one thing that tickled my willy one thing that surprised <laughs> me and one thing that disappointed me there you go i'm going to leave the disappointment for last because i've got a little tangent to go on boys oh man it has to do with it has to be has to be the dirty birds <laughs> uh what I really enjoyed watching was James Robinson. So this guy, last year, him and Urban Meyer just had like – Urban Meyer had it out for this guy. I don't know why. He's, he's, he was the best player on the Jaguars by far. He's an incredible football player. Um, he played really well for a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden he just stopped getting touches. And then all, all offseason, you know, they drafted uh, Travis, Travis Etienne, and then – all offseason, you're hearing that it's going to be ETN's backfield, ETN's backfield. And then Robinson came out and had a fucking incredible game. I was super stoked to see that. Happy for the guy. I've had him on, I had him on my fantasy team last year, so I'm, I just got like a little soft spot in my heart for him. I hope, I hope that continues the rest of the year. ETN's going to get his touches here and there, but I hope James Robinson has a huge year. Um, my surprise was that the Green Bay Packers are fucking horse shit. And I knew coming in they weren't going to be great, but with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you figure your team's never going to be that bad. Maybe long term they figured out. I know. I know. Last year, week one, they got their ass beat pretty good. Um, but I feel like the week one last year was just they got beat by a much much better team. I don't feel like that's what happened this week. I think the Packers are just truly bad. They have zero talent at the wide receiver position. Their offensive line. I think that I, I could probably break through them 10 times out of 50 rushes, which is not a good sign for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are their two best receivers, and they're their running backs. There, there's just a lot of issues in Green Bay, I think. And while they'll probably still finish around 500 or something, when you have Aaron Rodgers and you just let Devontae Adams walk and you did absolutely nothing to, to fill that void – Finishing eight, eight, nine, or nine and eight is not a very good way to finish when you have a generational quarterback at the helm. Okay. Before you get into your disappointment, I'm not a Packers fan. Let me say this. I don't hate the Packers. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers are actually pretty fun to watch. Uh, I know my cousin Bo is going to watch this and have so many things he's going to want to say to me. He's probably going to text me, so I can't wait for that. But mm-hmm. I'm going to defend them because last year the same thing happened. They got beat worse. Granted, they don't have wide receivers. I know that. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to make them better than they are. It's going to take a little bit more gelling. It's going to go in. like Aaron Rodgers is the best, in my opinion, at bouncing back after a loss, especially with you know the people that he has. He'll make them better no matter what. Like There was dropped passes. Just like knocking off the rust will happen. Um, they're going to finish... 
ten and seven, I think. They're, and I don't think they're as bad as you think. Uh, I think that they aren't as good as they were last year, but Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way. He's he just does, and they'll do more, maybe more slant routes where they just work on that. Robert Tanyan it, knocking off the rust after tearing, it, tearing his ACL. He's going to be a good tight end. He's an absolute touchdown machine. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones probably going to get better. I will say with that, though, A.J. Dillon by the end of the season will be the feature back, and Aaron Jones is just going to be like kind of coming in when he, when he needs to. Um, and yeah. then... They still have Randall Cobb, who's a million years old. They have Sammy Watkins, who has never proven to what he was supposed to be, but he still could probably put up a solid 500-yard season. Christian Watson probably is going to be good, but you got to remember he also came from a Division One AA school, so he doesn't know what it's like to play against the big boys. Um, and then Alan Lazard, or Lazard, he's their number one. I think he's, he's going to kind of come into that number one a little bit more. So 10-7, and seven, they're going to be fine. Um, I think it's more the, the the glaring holes that I saw was on their defense. Their defense isn't yeah. uh, isn't going to be. They're going to have to outscore teams thirty five twenty eight in a game. Yeah, well, and that's what I was saying. I don't disagree with you by by any means. I think that they're still going to finish with an. I, I said I said maybe nine and eight, mm-hmm. but that's only because Aaron Rodgers. That has nothing mm-hmm. to do with anything. They, they they have a lot of holes on their team, and I think. I think this week, I don't know why, I just felt like this time week one felt a little different than last year just because mm-hmm. last year they, I felt like they still had talent around Aaron Rodgers. This year I feel like they've taken such a big step back. Besides Dylan and Jones, like you name, you name two wide receivers that are significantly out of their prime. Alan Lazard, who when Devontae Adams didn't play last year, had his shot at number one, didn't step up at all. I know he's going to have more time to do it now. Uh, Tony had a horrible year last year. Tore his ACL in like or, week week four, I think. Week five, maybe. He he had – I saw something, too, that he had like, I don't know, some, some kind of like efficiency rating where when he was playing, though, it just was – because yeah. he played – he was pretty good two years ago, and then last year, mm-hmm. whenever he did play, just wasn't very good. Um, like you said, their defense, I don't know. It's just, it sucks to see a quarterback like that just kind of getting wasted because their front office is just too, too, uh, stingy, I guess, maybe to go and spend some fucking money and keep keep people or put people around him. But I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's sucks. But yesterday or Sunday was not a good look. I didn't think I'm a little scared for them. Here's the thing also too is, uh, I mean, Devontae Adams, they didn't let him walk. He already came out and said he wanted to get out of there. They offered Green Bay offered him the same deal, I think even a little more than the, the Raiders offered him. He wanted to go, so that's fine. The reason why it's so tough for Green Bay to get players is because no NFL player, I promise you, I, I don't care if you have Aaron Rodgers, wants to play in Green Bay in the winter. Like, that is miserable. Playing in seven, eight-degree weather and getting hit by a car, essentially, every time you catch the ball is terrible did we lose you trav you're frozen did his internet get cut again travis what yeah so tell me about your disappointment just different year same shit right they, I saw this graphic posted the other day about the Falcons, 
that showed all these leads that they've blown in the last three years, where they're up. It, it's honestly insurmountable leads with the amount of time that's left. And there's like fucking seven of them, and they lost every single one of those games. I just I, against the Saints on Sunday, they're up 16 points with fi- five minutes left in the fourth quarter, or something like that. And you you just feel the energy shift after one play. The Saints get the ball, they complete like a 15 yard pass, and then after that, it's just a fucking snowball effect. And it's 20 yard pass, 15 yard penalty, 30 yard pass, touchdown. Then the Falcons come out, fucking three and out, give the ball right back. They march right down the field. I just. I, yeah, I wish I said I, I, I feel bad for you, but I mean. It is sucks, I'm not even but mad. I I'm not even mad because I don't. Um, I don't expect the Falcons to win this year. Like by no means do I expect them to win. But if they have a chance to, not even a chance. That's not, and it's against our the, our biggest rivals in the Saints. It, it's just it's mind-boggling. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, it's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, That's it was it was it was disappointing, but. I did like them this last. They played well. Mariota showed some stuff. Uh, Cordero Patterson is still just the same guy. That guy crushes it. I thought mm-hmm. they wouldn't have any receivers, but, you know, those guys did show London up. London looked good. Yeah. I think you guys can still get look good. One thing I do want to point out, though, is Kyle Pitts still hasn't lived up to it. Maybe they're just doubling him every time, but, like, Kyle Pitts, it's his second year. I'm waiting to see like a Darren Waller kind of thing where it's like, okay, still get open, figure it out. You're, everyone says you're a beast, but you're still what? Got three catches or something for 20 yards? I think it was – I thought it was two catches that he got. Yeah. So but it, it, Even that, I, I think – I agree for sure. They call him a unicorn. Like he, Sometimes he, he needs to just create the space himself or, mm-hmm. or, or Mario just needs to throw it up to him and let him figure it out. But – they need to be more – I think the offensive coordinator, too, needs to be more creative and just finding ways to give him the ball. I don't give a fuck if he's a tight end. Hand him the fucking ball off. Let him, let him yeah. create something, you know. Give, up, give the defense something else to think about. I just feel like they're not very creative in getting him space or getting him open, whatever it is. But a guy like him definitely should not go – because there was a – he had one catch pretty early on, and then I want to say – I remember him going like two quarters without a target. That should mm-hmm. absolutely never happen in a, in a Falcons game. He should be getting a look a drive, at least. Yeah, plus. 100%. Every time. Anytime it's third down, too, they should be looking at him to get the third down conversion. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, we could sit here and talk about it all day. I think they're still going to bounce back and have a decent season. Um, division games are tough. Uh, I still want to say they're going to finish 8-9 and nine this year. Hell no. Nah. The Falcons? Yeah. I have I, I bet had this bet with Williams being in the year. I think that they are going to be, and you're going to think I'm crazy, they're going to finish with a top three worst record in football, and maybe the worst. Actually, I mean, I, I, I could see 8-9, but I wouldn't be surprised if they finished the worst top three worst record in the NFL, too. It's a lot of good teams it's in the NFL, too. It takes, it takes one in, injury to... Cordero Patterson, Kyle Pitts, Mariota, whatever it is. So one injury to one of those guys or any of our offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and the whole season will just come yeah. top one down. Okay, uh, well. Whatever. 
This leads into my, my one thing that tickled my willy, uh, one thing that mm-hmm. surprised me, and one thing that disappointed me. One thing that tickled me is uh, in my fantasy, one of my fantasy leagues, I was looking down the whole game, and Michael Thomas had no catches, no catches, just, just not doing well. Fourth quarter comes around, Michael Thomas gets five catches and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I was like, yes, because like, I've been hyping up Michael Thomas all offseason, saying like he's going to bounce back to 2019 Michael Thomas to where he was the best receiver in the league. Guy crushed it on receptions, which is unreal. And he has a quarterback now who will throw for six touchdowns and three interceptions, but six touchdowns is six touchdowns. So I know that you know Jameis will make some errant throws, but I still, it's tough to not find Michael Thomas when he's arguably – top three best route runners in the NFL. So I I think one hard thing for Thomas too, because they played together a little bit last year, right? Yeah. I think one thing hard thing for him is that I think is now working out better for him is back last year and way on before Jameis is just so immature in the pocket. And like, all he wants to do is just launch it deep. And Michael Thomas is notoriously known as the slant boy. Mm-hmm. But I think Jameis Winston's grown – like, just watching him last week, or on Sunday at least, he looks a little more grown up. Like, maybe he's okay with checking down. I know a lot of the passes were to Thomas. I think two of them were pretty deep. But I think as Jameis kind of matures, he's okay with Slant Boy, and he's going to try to get the ball in his hands now that he has his trust a little bit. Him and Jarvis Landry are both Slant Boys, and those are his two best receivers. So – if, if he does buy into that, Michael Thomas could have a fucking incredible year. I mean, yeah, he did. The, he, it was one week, but, I mean, Jameis didn't throw an interception, and he, and he didn't actually even throw for 300 yards, which is crazy. I noticed, I was like, wow, usually he's always going to throw for 300 but, and at least a pick, but he didn't. Um, but it was just one week, so that made me happy. Uh, big surprise. Um, there's a few ways I could go with this, so I'm trying to think. Big surprise is the mm, big surprise is the is the Cowboys. I wasn't upset with it at all, but the, the Cowboys surprised me. I know everyone's saying they're not going to be good; they don't have receivers and everything. But putting up three points, not scoring a single touchdown, and I know the Bucks' defense is good, um, but uh, I just think that not even putting up a touchdown. Obviously, Dak got hurt in the fourth, um, but. They, they just don't know how to run an offense there. It, and it shows Mike McCarthy was never a good co- coach. He had Aaron Rodgers to win him the Super Bowl. So it kind of shows now. But that team has so much talent, I still think. Like, even having CeeDee Lamb, Zeke Elliott, and Tony Pollard, Dak Prescott is a great quarterback, and they still just can't find a way to at least put together something great. It's kind of sad and it's surprising. Yeah, no, I didn't. He, another guy too on their offense that I think is kind of overlooked is Dalton Schultz. He's a yeah, probably top ten tight end. Um, but yeah, e- even with Dak's injury, that's a lot of Cowboy fans I've seen been blaming on that, and then they're going to blame the next eight weeks on that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even look good when Dak was there. They looked mm-hmm. horrible the entire game. It was there was no life to the offense, yeah, no movement, no, nothing. They, but, they yeah, have no O line either, so it's they just didn't invest. Yeah. But it's sad. Uh, disappointment. Uh, I don't want to bring this up because I don't want to jinx it, but I'm just seeing more and more reports with this, so it's kind of I have to bring it up. Uh, Tom Brady. So Tom Brady is playing great. Week one did absolutely everything he needed to do. 
but there's been more reports coming out that like him and Giselle are having trouble. Uh, he missed, you know, two weeks of training camp to deal with family issues. Uh, the what I hear, and I, I mean, this is all speculation, so it could all just be a bunch of bullshit. But is that she was upset that he's coming back for his last season? It's coming out now that they're living separately, which doesn't actually make me think too much because I think they've always lived separately. Like, she lives in Miami. He lives in Tampa while in the playing season. But who knows? But the disappointment about this is I'm starting to think that he's not going to finish the season. I think if it goes bad, then he's just going to, you know, bow out. Um, Because even today on the injury report, he was uh, listed as a non-participant in practice uh, for a non-injury related reason and just had personal issues. So, I don't know. Uh, get the fuck over yourself, Giselle. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nah, not, 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 I understand, like, you know, he gave, put, probably put her on a little roller coaster where he's like, okay, I'm done yeah. focusing on you and the kids. And then when it goes back, but like, this is who he is. You know, you know who you got into your marriage with. He was the same guy for the, he's been the same guy for 20 years. He puts everything that he has into football. It sucks that you come second for a little bit, but he's 40 years old. You can have the 45. remaining 60. Let you can have the remaining 55 years. Actually, I'm probably live till he's like 110. I must keep it at 65 years. Let us football fans enjoy one last season of Tom Brady. 65 would put him at 120 years from 45, but would would it not? No, it put him at 110. My math is terrible. Yep. I don't know where you went to school, pal, but... uh. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so here's the thing. I don't blame Giselle. I'm I'm a Bucs fan. I want to see him play. I want to see him out there competing because he still can. And that's why he's out there because he's like, dude, I could still play. He's like, I don't want to go be an announcer and do all that stuff because I don't care about that. I want to go out there and win, and that's what I can do. But it's like, dude, you've won seven championships in your career, or eight championships, right? Eight, I believe. Um, yeah. I don't, I no, seven. Don't seven, seven. I, I can never get it right. But seven championships. Okay, cool. You've broken every quarterback record you can. There's not a single thing that you haven't done in the NFL. Like, you will go down as the best quarterback to ever live in the NFL. Like, in terms of accolades, statistics, everything. That's great. Hang it up. Go hang with your family. Focus on them. And it's not like Giselle. It's not like Giselle's just some trophy wife either. It's not like she's... You know, some some woman that he just, you know, met at a club or something. Oh, shoot. Shut down. Wouldn't be fresh off the couch if we didn't have technical issues, right? Dude, my, my computer's literally just shutting off, like, out <laughs> of the blue. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, I like this. This is nice. Um, so, yeah, disappointment was Tom Brady. Who knows if he's going to make it this season, and we're going to have to trust and blame Gabbert, and then the Falcons will win the division. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> no goddamn shot. Uh, that's why some people think the Saints are going to win the division. But let me pull up what we got next. Uh, I it's It's been uh, – Sorry, tumultuous, but it's been a long night already. So we're gonna we're gonna skip some things. We're actually, you know, we're gonna mention real quick. My uh, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, uh, crazy Mike Trout hit seven seven home runs in seven seven straight games. That was nuts. He's crushing it. The guy's on pace to hit forty home runs, and I think he missed like twenty games. It's nuts. Um, yeah, just put himself ahead. right back into the MVP conversation, dude. 
I don't think he's going to win MVP. Not a chance. Nah. In my opinion, Shohei Otani should win again. Like, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, war this, war And I'm like, dude, the guy pitches and hits. Like, what? And it's not like he just, like, is out there throwing a 7 ERA. The guy has a sub or a sub 4 ERA, like a 3.15. And he's hitting 35 bombs. And it's, come on, give me a break. I, I think his ERA is down in, like, the two fives now. Damn. He, he uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of fans would probably say that the MVP is Aaron Judge, but I think the baseball writers that actually vote on it, I'm pretty sure it's pretty heavily swung towards Shohei Otani, which I also think, though, they do need to figure something out with that because I love the guy to death, and I hope he wins it every year that he plays because he deserves it, but they probably need to figure out that an award just for him or something. There's got to be something else. Some, everybody else kind of needs a chance, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, if if you pitch and hit, man, like you and you do it well on both of them, yeah, it's tough to vote against that. Like, come on, man, like you're 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 in a league of your own at that point. I don't care if a guy goes out there and hits seventy five home runs and breaks the home run record, and ha- like and a guy like this guy is pitching sub three RA and hitting forty bombs a year. It's you can't you can't compete with that. Yeah, you you just can't match his what he's worth. He's hit. The, literally the most valuable person in the MLB to his team. I know, and unfortunately you have two of the best players I've ever seen with my own two eyes, and the Angels uh, still can't hit and put up runs. And then I laugh because I see like the games that Mike Trout hits seven straight games of hitting a home run, and then the Angels are still losing like five to four, and like the two runs that are that are like the four runs are all from like Shohei and Mike Trout. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that we lost six out of the seven games he homered in. Like, what else is he supposed to do? I, if I'm him, I'm, like, going into the dugout, just, like, or, like, the old clubhouse, and, like, I know he would never do this, but I'd be like, dude, come on. Like, what what do I need to do? But I, I think that's the Angels, been the Angels' problem since he's been their, their superstar. Grab somebody by their fucking throat, put them up against the wall, and when they make a mistake or something, put them up against the wall and cuss them out. And then I yeah. motherfuckers start getting scared. And they're like, oh, I probably should maybe, you know, tomorrow maybe I should go take some extra ground balls or something so this shit doesn't happen again. But the Angels have no fire like that. Right. Yeah, and, the, and, I, and I think in general, like, the biggest problem is, like, I'm just relating this to the A's. Is like every year the A's are really good. Uh, when they're good, obviously not this year, but when they have been good in the past, it's just all related to team chemistry. Right. All team chemistry – like they talk about how every guy in the dugout is just like always like supporting each other. Something happens, but they're all like boys on the off days. They're all hanging out. They're all like that. I literally feel like every guy on the angels team, the like when they leave the clubhouse, they're just see you guys. Yeah. And then they just show up the next day and they're never like wanting to go to team dinners or anything. Well, that, that's so important too. Cause you think how long a baseball, it's a fucking grind and, and mm-hmm. then your family for, for six, seven months. If you're not enjoying the people you're doing every fucking day with, like you can you consider it just compared to like your day to day job. If you hate going into work every day, your performance is affected, right? Yep. But if you're enjoying who you're with and you're having a good time being there, if you don't love your job but you're enjoying being there, you're gonna work a little harder because you want to stay there. You know what I mean? I think it all kind of boils into that. Like it all kind of comes together that way. Like there's no team chemistry and and the inverse. The A's have that, and that's how guys that nobody wants who make a hundred thousand dollars a year that's how they mm-hmm. what they do you know yeah and it's not like we have like a we, 
a great stadium that anyone wanted to play in. And I know they're terrible this year and on pace to have one of the worst work records, but I'm still saying in the next two years, they'll find a way to put it together and somehow be like us against, you know, everyone else kind of thing. But yeah. I digress. We've been, we've chatted about a lot of stuff today, but we still need the one gambling pick. I don't remember what I picked last week. We had a listener on. He picked the Padres to win. I don't know if they won, actually. I'll have to look it up after this, and we'll just talk about it next episode. But um, at this point, I believe you're a little bit higher. I could look it up. I don't have it readily available. I'm unprepared tonight. I'm sorry. But uh, I believe your win percentage is a little bit higher. So this week, I'll pick a gambling pick. You pick a gambling pick. And, of course, hopefully both of ours are football, just so we can make it a little fun. Mine is football. And there you go. by the time people listen to this, it will be tonight. Uh, the Chargers-Chiefs game, I'm going Chargers plus three and a half. Certified lock. I know they're, they're in Kansas City. The Chiefs, I think, impressed a lot of people. They showed that they mm-hmm. could do this out without um, Tyreek. But my thing is... The Cardinals are a really bad football team. They're really banged up right now. They they showed absolutely zero life the entire game. I wasn't as impressed with the Chiefs as everybody else was. Mahomes threw five touchdowns. Offense looked great, but that's something you can expect. Their defense isn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Chargers are a complete team. Their offense is obviously going to put a – it's gonna, probably going to end up being a shootout, but I think the Chargers' defense is a lot better than the Chiefs, and I think that that's going to show tomorrow, and that'll probably be the difference. I, 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 I would even sprinkle a little bit on the Chargers' money line, but – for this, I'm just taking Chargers plus three and a half. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. I love the Chargers team this year. Chargers look really good. They look solid um, against the Raiders. Their defense came through clutch. They have a ton of great acquisitions. Uh, only thing I'm worried about is Keenan Allen's not going to play, and that's kind of like a safety net a little bit for Herbert. Um, but I, I would I would bet that too. That plus three and a half is is a great bet. Um, I am going to take, and I know after I I. I bashed on the Bucks, but I'm going to take the Bucks minus two and a half in New Orleans. Uh, great team, Bucks are looking solid. Uh, the only tough thing is, is a division game doesn't matter if we're playing the Falcons. Anytime a division game at the home team is always going to be tough. That's why I think it's minus two and a half right now. But uh, Bucks minus two and a half, lock it in. Uh, just everything around there, I think, is is going good for them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you on this, and I want to see if you want to make a, a personal bet between me and you. And I'll, even yeah. give, I'll give you money line, Bucks money line. I'm going to take Saints money line. All right. I like Re- that. Reason being, Tom Brady, since he's been with Tampa Bay, the Saints have kicked his ass pretty yes. bad. You're talking about all these mental distractions, which Tom Brady's probably the best ever to block these things out. Um, but the Saints defense is super good. I think I think it's going to be a lot more low scoring than people probably expect. Like I'm talking like a 2017 type game, but I could see the Saints pulling it out. Just and I'm just baking solely on the fact that they've mm-hmm. kind of they've kind of owned Tom Brady. No, dude, they they've owned it. I remember one Monday night game. This was last year. Or the, no, it was the year before. It was last year when they abs- absolutely smacked the Bucks. Yeah, uh, it was like 31 to. 10 or something uh and they look terrible the bucks look atrocious um it was a sunday night game and i remember being like we just can never beat the saints at 
in New Orleans. Uh, we beat them, I think, maybe once. Or maybe, actually, last year we probably might have lost them twice. I can't remember. They just always have our number, even I, when they weren't good. I saw today in the the years that Brady's been there, he's 1-6, and six, and their only win, I think it said came in the playoffs, which which was in which was in Tampa. But but in re- crazy. In regular season he's 0 and 6 against Connor, which is yeah. no, no team's ever been able to do that to Brady except for the Saints right now. I mean, yeah, they just they have our number, but I think it's also like a reflection of Sean Payton too. Sean Payton knew how to how to scheme up up against us. Hey, and don't don't let it be mistaken. It's a James James Winston revenge game, baby. That's not it, dude. He he crushed <laughs> us the one year. Like he was throwing deep balls. That was last year when he like came in and just absolutely wrecked us. Yeah. Um, because uh, who got hurt? Someone got hurt. It was it wasn't Drew Brees. It might be it was Drew Brees. I can't remember. Um. All right. Close this out. Wrap this. Put it up in a bow. Fresh off the couch question. Non-related to sports. I was thinking about this because I've been going to them here and there and doing them off and on. They're tough. Uh, fresh off the couch right now, you get up, you walk directly to your open mic night, an open mic night, five minutes. Actually, no, we're going to down it to three. Three minutes because that's typically what it is. Three months, three minutes to stand up. Whatever you got in the bank, how many laughs are you getting? I think I'm running it, dude. I think I'm. I think I'd be all right. I've. I've. When I lived in Vegas, I mm-hmm. wrote some stand up. I did. I did one stand up. Um, did pretty well. But I have. So I already have like a basis of the things I'd be talking about and the jokes I have. Mm-hmm. I. I truly think I'd be all right. I think I'd do pretty good. Okay. The, only, the only thing I'd have to get past first is, is the stage fright, but that usually is the is the build up, and then once you get on stage, it's okay. So I, I okay. Think, I'd do okay. I think you would do okay too. I'm going to I'm going to let you have that and then I'm going to tell you a brief brief story too. I've gone to a few stand up mic nights, open mics and done a few of them. Some of them do really well. Typically it's anywhere between like doing like a 3 to 5 minute bit. Most of the time I just stick around the 3 minutes and just work on little things. It's great. It's a good time. But the toughest thing especially in New York cuz everyone and their mom thinks they're a stand up comedian i.e. me, uh, everyone at these open mic nights are stand-up comics. So you will literally show up, and there's probably, it's like a Sunday night or a Saturday night or not even a Saturday night because those would be really packed. It's a Sunday night or a Tuesday night or something. You just show up. It's at a local bar usually and or in like a back room of a bar. And they're all stand-up comics. Maybe there's like total of like 20 people there. Ten of those people are stand-up comics. The other 10 probably didn't even know it was a stand-up comedy night or the other five didn't know it was a stand-up comedy night. So there's five people there just for the stand-up comedy. Mm. So those 10 comics who already do like stand-up, they're just on their phone like this the whole time, like like writing jokes, waiting for them to go up on stage. They're just like writing. They're very not even listening. So you can say the funniest thing ever and like you'll maybe get one of these like, haha, yeah, like, and then they're right. back. And you're just like, dude, okay, cool. And then the five people that didn't even know it's stand-up comedy, they're talking. They're talking to each other. So they're just like, God damn it, I can't believe we came here on a stand-up comedy night. Like, this is annoying. And then you have the five people who are, like, 
basically like, well, put something on and they're getting distracted by like the fact that no one else is laughing. And when no one else is laughing, it's tough to get anybody to laugh. Yeah, they so like definitely. Yeah, there's a reason why a lot of stand-up comics won't do open mic nights. Like the big ones will won't go to open mic nights because they're like, dude, it's it's just will kill your ego. The first one I went to, I felt like I had some good jokes. I was like, oh, this is good. I was, you know, riffing. I was doing well, and I was like, dude, crickets. I was like, this is terrible. And like, I stayed around to see after, and I was like, okay, cool. It wasn't just how not funny I was. It was the fact that like, this is literally like how these are. First thing I'm doing when I walk up there, screaming in the mic as loud as I can. And then when everyone looks, now that I've got your attention, then you hit him with a real good joke, dude. Yeah, I mean, some people will go up there and like they they try to to call out the crowd, and I'm like, that is the worst way. They're like, oh, big big night tonight. Oh, you're still there. They'll be like, oh, great crowd tonight. It's like, dude, don't just call us out right away. It's not gonna work. Like, yeah. just just go. Give us the material. And call it a night. And they're they're and they're just writing down all your jokes. That's actually what the other comic. <laughs> He's just like, all right. So now that Ben left, I'm just gonna say all the jokes, but better. <laughs> Let me show you a little thing. Delivery, pal. Yeah, I mean that's all it is, I think. But okay. Uh, oh, dude, I know you haven't listened to it, but you gotta listen to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't have the time or whatever, just go to the last minute. Oh boy! Because I was like, well, since Travis isn't here, I have to do this. And I was like, I was like, it literally sounded like this. I was like, y- you ready? <laughs> <laughs> we just need to, we need to get a recording of me doing it, and you can just hit it at the end. You ready? You ready? Yeah, I was like, that was so bad. That was so bad. That's right. But was that your right. cue for me to we'll, hit it? Hit it one time. You're ready. <laughs> All right. Later. Love you, Benji. Love you.